0: New data suggests that YouTube TV has three times as many subscribers as Sling TV. But that likely isn't the case. Though both are increasing the number of people that rely on them daily. Listen on to find out more. This is nScreen Noise. My name is Colin Dixon, founder and chief analyst at Endscreen Media. And today is October 27th. 2022. Intriguing new data from Actest, uh, a British survey company, gives us some insight into the progress of the VMVPD industry here in the US and actually lets us look at the industry in general by focusing on YouTube TV and Sling TV in particular. So we're going to be looking at that data uh, in today's podcast. But, but first... Are you using the trackers feature on the NScreen Media website? Each tracker pulls together the latest data on the streaming media industry, making it very easy for you to grasp what's going on in a quick three-minute read with lots of graphs and graphics and, and very easy-to-understand pictures that will, will tell you really what's going on. So you'll find trackers for industry leaders like Netflix, Roku and Comcast. You'll also find industry overviews covering the most recent data for traditional pay TV in the US and the US TV industry as a whole. In fact, there's one right now that will give you that US TV industry in just three minutes on one page. So you'll be able to find out what's going on in the US TV industry very easily there. So why don't you stop by and check out the trackers feature on the Endscreen Media website. And if you'd like to sponsor the trackers feature, send us an email to sales at endscreenmedia.com. Okay, let's get back to the data. Now, before we get to that at test data, let's look at where the industry is today. Now this isn't easy to figure out exactly how many virtual MVPD subscribers there are Uh, and that's because many of the services or several of the major services do not give regular updates on their subscribers. Two that do or three that do are Hulu Live, Sling TV and Fubo TV. They give updates during their quarterly revenue calls. Hulu Live Last time they, Disney gave the the numbers, it was four million subscribers. Sling TV has 2.2 million and Fubo TV has 1.2 million. Okay, so that's the easy part. The hard part is that the likely leader of the industry, YouTube TV, uh, rarely gives updates on the subscribers. Uh, recent estimates uh, I've seen put the subscribers at around 5 million. But the last time that Alphabet's CEO Sundar Pichai gave an update on YouTube TV was all the way back in 2020 when he said the service had 3 million subscribers. Uh, now, we know that it has been growing uh, at least we think it has been growing. And I think the 5 million estimate that I've seen is probably a pretty reasonable guesstimate of where the company is. But we really cannot be sure. Only other participant in that market that's ever any significant size is Philo. It also doesn't give regular updates. In fact, the last time it gave an update, it said it had 800,000 and that was a couple of years ago. So I reckon that that Service Philo probably has about 1 million or so subscribers now. So if you tot all of that up, you get about 14 million virtual MVPD subscribers today in the US. And it's interesting to note that the top three providers, that's YouTube TV, Hulu Live, and Sling TV, represent about 80% of the subscribers to the virtual mvpd so it's really centralized in those three services that's where we're seeing the most subscribers okay so let's take a look at the attest data and it's really pretty interesting what attest did is it surveyed 1000 us adults about their media usage and it releases this data in a quarterly report and in that data one of the things they asked about was what services those people used on a daily basis and two of the services that they asked about were YouTube TV and Sling TV. So what that data said was that 23% of the people that they spoke to said that they were daily users of YouTube TV and 7% were daily users of Sling TV. That data suggests that all the mvpd's are growing growing the number of daily users well i think it really shows that people are actually starting to use these virtual mvpd's more but the interesting thing is that the number of daily sling tv users has increased by 50 percent since q4 back in q4 2021 rather only 4.6% said that they were using it daily, and it's increased to 7 uh, Now, YouTube TV also has grown pretty well, 40% back in Q4 2021. 16% said that they were using it on a daily basis, and that's increased to 23%. So what the data shows is that many more people are adopting VAP, VMVPDs as an anchor tenant in their personal entertainment bundle so they're coming into those things on a daily basis to find things to watch so that's i think that's that's really encouraging for the virtual mvpd industry because if you have people using your product on a daily basis they're much less likely to cancel that product so I think they're probably also seeing with that increase in the number of daily users, they're also seeing an increase in uh, the one of the most important metrics for any streaming service and that is customer lifetime value. Uh, They're earning more because people are staying longer, which is really important when of course you can cancel these services at the end of any month. Great, so that's the overall industry conclusions I think we can come to from this data about YouTube TV and Sling TV. But what can we actually conclude about those services specifically? Well, there's a couple of things. The first thing that you might want to do is conclude that YouTube TV is much bigger than Sling TV. In fact, you might be tempted to say it's three times bigger after all there are three times, actually more than three times, the number of daily users of YouTube TV than there are of Sling TV. But I think that will be a mistake because I have a feeling that the way people use YouTube TV and the reason they subscribe to YouTube TV is a little bit different than those that subscribe to Sling. And here's why. From the very beginning, YouTube TV, I think, set out to be a replacement for a cable television subscription. One of the things that they did that very few others have done successfully, although there are other players that have done it, is they went after the local channels. They wanted to have all of the local channels, or at least the most important local channels, in all of the 210 DMAs in the US included with the subscription to sling so you can get ABC CBS NBC Fox you can probably get your local PBS station and you can probably also get the more popular uh, uh, other broadcast stations in your location if you sign up for YouTube TV that has meant that the base price for YouTube TV is quite a bit more than Sling TV. And we'll get to Sling in a minute. It costs $65 a month for the base plan. And for that, you get about 100 channels, plus some of your most popular local channels. Now, Sling TV, from the very get-go, decided not to go after local TV channels. The reason they did that is because they're very expensive. And they're one of the reasons why traditional pay television is very expensive so that adds a lot of cost and Because they did that slings entry-level Packages are very cheap. They're $35. You get 31 popular cable channels for that and the way they wrap in local tv is if you are a subscriber and you have an antenna on your roof you can easily integrate all of your local tv channels that you can receive the with that antenna into the sling tv guide there's one other thing that the company sling uh, sling is also doing and that is it's also bringing into that guide a whole bunch of fast linear channels this is one of the fastest growing markets in the us today in fact in many markets in european market as well Uh, it's the fastest growing in streaming and there are a whole bunch of fast linear channels available now well sling has gone out gone out and integrated many of these into the sling tv guide and what's really unique about what sling is doing is that you don't need a subscription to watch those fast linear channels with the sling TV client. You can download the client and start watching these without logging in, without registering a credit card or anything. So sling TV is using them to a capture people who cancel service. They can still keep the sling client and watch TV with the fast linear channels, and also encourage people who want to watch fast linear to get the sling client. And that gives them an opportunity to sell to them to upgrade. So, These are quite different approaches to the market that YouTube TV and Sling TV are making. So, okay, so what difference does this make? Well, YouTube TV, I think, is likely to be the choice of people that still want a full cable TV experience, but want to avoid some of the cost. Customers, by my calculation, can save four or $500 a year by switching from cable TV to YouTube TV, the average revenue per unit uh, for a video customer at Comcast is well over a hundred dollars. It's well over, uh, well, last time I looked at DirecTV when it was publishing its data, it was a hundred and twenty dollars. So, with it only being sixty five dollars, which includes full DVR, and you don't have to pay all of those franchise fees that you do with cable, you can easily save four or five hundred dollars a year by switching from cable TV to YouTube TV so in other words a subscriber that selects YouTube TV over Sling TV is much more likely to use it like cable TV I think than a Sling TV person selecting Sling TV they're probably watching three to four hours per day they probably still value the big bundle a lot and consume a lot of linear TV. Sling TV on the other hand, I think is likely to be the choice of people who are already well vested in the streaming TV industry. They probably have several SVOD services, are using those SVOD services on a daily basis. But there are still a few cable TV channels that they value and they can't get the content outside easily outside of the pay tv ecosystem think espn and fs1 or tnt and comedy central the content on those channels is relatively difficult to get hold of outside of a pay tv bundle so for this you can pay your 35 dollars to sling get those channels and continue to watch them but because you you're probably also spending a lot of time with your streaming services. I think this group, the Sling TV group, probably uses Sling much less than the average YouTube user. There's one other interesting difference between YouTube TV and Sling TV. YouTube TV seems to have been continuing to grow subscribers over the last year or so. Uh, now, as I say, they don't report, but I have seen steady increases in estimates for the number of subscribers they have and steady increases in uh, survey data asking people if they are subscribing to YouTube TV. Sling TV, on the other hand, we know has been relatively flat. In fact, it's slightly down on where it was from a year ago with subscribers that is i think it was about 2.3 or 2.4 a year ago and now it is 2.2 million but that's really interesting when you look at it in the light of the at test data what the at test data says is that sling tv more of those subscribers are converting to daily users than to YouTube TV. Remember, YouTube TV has probably put on a million subscribers or something in the last year, where Sling has put on zero. Yet Sling has grown the percentage of daily users much more strongly than YouTube TV. So I I think that that's a a really interesting trend and uh, something that we should actually keep an eye on because it really speaks, I think, to the different approaches that YouTube TV and Sling TV are taking. Okay, so that's, I think, about all the information we can wring out of that at test data. I think it's very good news for virtual MVPDs. Their customers are using the services more and that means they are much less likely to cancel them. I think it also shows that YouTube TV likely does have quite a few more subscribers than Sling TV, possibly up to two times as many as Sling TV, but probably not three times as many as the raw data suggests. So that's it for today. And I hope you get a chance to come by the Endscreen Media website and check out the trackers feature. I think you'll... Really find them very useful. I keep them up to date on a quarterly basis, so you'll always find the latest data there. Oh, and while you're at the End screen Media website, why don't you sign up for our newsletter? It's daily or weekly, and it's always free, and it brings all of our daily opinions and writings right to your inbox every day or every week. This has been Colin Dixon, and I'll see you again next time. This podcast is a production of n Media, All Rights Reserved.